0: And Welcome back, folks. I'm your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is the Stash It or Pass It podcast, your weekly report for everything crypto, cannabis, and culture. Crypto being our weather report, cannabis, the traffic report, and the anything goes culture report. Thank you so much for being here with us. We got another action-packed show on the weather report. We're doing a little Bitcoin review, talking about what in the world is going on with Sheeb, and just hitting another round of topics in the Bitcoin and crypto universe because there's been a lot going on, folks, and we're enjoying this ride. And on the traffic report, we're just checking in on a couple stories that are going on in the industry because it's the cannabis industry folks and we are enjoying the ride there's some legislation that needs change there's some people that need let out of jail and we need these stocks to be uplisted we need to end cannabis prohibition free the people free the medicine baby and on the culture report we're sitting down with our man stash adams and you know he's up to something folks because he's my best friend i love him so much And uh, we're having a great time, folks. So buckle up and get ready. Stash it. And next up, we have the weather report brought to you by our friends over at Choice Kingdom Trust. And they have the new Choice app where you can get Bitcoin in your Roth IRA. Scroll down to those show notes and check it out. I have the best referral link for you. You're going to use that referral link, download the Choice app and get $50 of free Bitcoin. And like I always say, they're our sponsor, but they're not really our sponsor and they're not folks. They're a great service with a great team, great company, and a great leader. I and becoming better friends with them. I really enjoy using their product, great service. But again, folks, go down to those show notes, click that referral link, Choice Kingdom Trust, Bitcoin in your Roth IRA, same Bitcoin, less taxes, and you get $50 of free Bitcoin by using my referral link. Like I said, they're our sponsor, but they're not really our sponsor. And welcome back, folks. Here we are on the weather report. And as promised, I'm still here, baby. It's your host, Jeff Shugarts. Bitcoin is currently at an altitude of about 60,000 and change. And we've been riding high all the way since the 20s, baby. Right here on the Stash It or Pass It podcast, where we are making some waves and where it rains and it shines here on The Weather Report. And uh, there's been a lot of great news this week in regards to our friend uh, Bitcoin, because like we've talked about many times When Bitcoin moves, they all move. And that also includes some of the other things we've been talking about as well. And uh, this week, if you follow us on Instagram, stash it or pass it, we have a great time on Instagram. And this week, we've been talking about Riot. We've been talking about Mara. We've been talking about Bitfarm. And we've been talking about my favorite, hut 8 Mining. And that is HUT H U T. They hit all time highs this week. And I don't see any signs of that slowing down. Like we always have to say, this is not financial advice, just some friendly advice, just me enjoying the journey and sharing what's happening to me. Now, I've definitely picked some winners and, uh, you know, I've bought some losers, but, uh, you know, HUT 8 Mining, great company out of Canada. You know, they are also mining Bitcoin, but they are holding on to these Bitcoins. They have plans to build in the future, to build on top of the blockchain in the future, to be involved more in the Bitcoin economy as this thing grows and as it develops. They have a, uh, a great CEO as well. I follow her on Twitter. You know She's very active in the Bitcoin community and uh, she really believes in it. So definitely recommend checking out Hut8 Mining, but also there's some other great Bitcoin mining companies out there. They're all public companies. Look into them it's uh it's definitely informative and you can see how big this space is and uh, how it's going to grow develop and uh, shows no signs of slowing down it's here and it's here to stay bitcoin at 60k right now we've been talking about it going to 100k i'm holding it forever folks because this is going to be the world reserve currency one day maybe not in our lifetimes but i'll tell you right now 98% plus or so Of Bitcoin is going to be mined by 2030. The next halving is going to be in the next couple of years. By 2025, one eighth of the entire world or even more is going to have exposure to Bitcoin. Now, that is over 1 billion people. Right now in cryptocurrency throughout the world, we're talking about 250 million. But when you think about how the internet you know, was adopted and how it spread. Now, with the internet, there were a lot more factors that went into getting plugged into the internet than getting plugged into a wallet and buying Bitcoin and being a part of what is growing. Now, I say that too, because the last of Bitcoin will not be mined until 2140, over 100 years from now. So again, folks, Bitcoin at 60K very early in the game. You know, you might want to buy just a little just in case. And there's ways to do that. I've been sharing them this week on Instagram. been sharing them with people that reach out. And one of those is on Coinbase. Yes, Coinbase. There's a link in the show notes. I keep links on all of my social media platforms. You can follow me on Twitter, jshugs76 or jshugs76. That's really what it is. And you can follow me on uh, Instagram, stash it or pass it. We always have all these links going. But on Coinbase, for example, you can go on there, download the app, and you can complete all of their learning modules and earn up to over $40. And you can convert all that to Bitcoin. And now you own Bitcoin. Now you're part of the game and let's go. Or you can do those learning modules, hold those tokens that you learn about, because that's you know, kind of the idea. They come onto the platform. They teach people on the platform about the token, the utility, the project, what it's going to do, what it's going to solve, why it's a good thing. you know, And then people make up their mind. If they want to support that, buy into it. It tracks the metrics. It shows you you know, analysis and percentages and whatnot. If it's a good buy, bad buy based on the volume and the timing. So yeah, I have a good time. I like doing that. So download Coinbase, use the referral link. You know, you'll get some free bucks here and there. But seriously, if you want to get into this and do it free, this is a, a way to get a free $40 of Bitcoin. You can just hold that forever. And uh, you know now someone in your family, you, someone else, you'll always have some Bitcoin. So that's a fun way to do it. Another way where you can get your hands on some Bitcoin without actually having to buy Bitcoin and go through that is the Fold Bitcoin Reward App. Now, I talk about the Fold Bitcoin Reward App all the time. Check that one out in the show notes too. But basically, you go on there. And it's an app where you can buy gift cards. So, for example, I'll buy a gift card for Amazon and that will be $50. I'll have to load cash onto it, buy a $50 gift card, and then I spin a wheel. And then when I spin that wheel, I could win an entire Bitcoin or I could win, you know, say 5% back of that $50 in Bitcoin. So now I just got, you know, a buck and a half of Bitcoin or whatever. I don't know. I'm bad at math, but spent $50, got 5% back. Now I got some bitcoin. Now you do that, you know, a couple of different times, you're spinning that wheel, maybe you win more, maybe you win a whole bitcoin, but that's cash I was going to spend either way. So I was going to go use, you know, my debit card to buy some gasoline or I was going to buy some coffee or whatever. Now I just use that debit card instead and then I earn rewards back in bitcoin. I've got a couple hundred dollars in bitcoin just from that. Right. And I was doing that when Bitcoin was worth, you know, 25K or 29K, whatever. And now all those rewards have doubled. Awesome. I'll take that free Bitcoin all day. So, again, folks, there's plenty of ways to integrate Bitcoin into your lives and you can do it for free at first. And then, as you learn more and as it makes more sense to you and you feel more comfortable, you know, then you can get on that exchange and make some buys, maybe, or you can buy some Bitcoin and put it in cold storage. There's different levels to this whole thing. And you don't have to just dive in and go all in. You can just learn. You can learn slowly. You can learn fast. And it's a process. It's a journey. I'm learning every day. And again, Bitcoin 60K right now, the last Bitcoin will not be mine for over 100 years. It's going to be worth millions. Who knows? I mean, now billions is like whatever. There's going to be trillionaires and whatnot. So let's go. It's time to buy, baby. Stash it. And to report on some more Bitcoin news, we have the president of El Salvador, where Bitcoin is legal tender. He has actually purchased another 420 bitcoins. Now, Bitcoin just dipped a little bit this week. You know, we routinely sometimes see these two, three, four, five percent dips. Now, this week, you know, it was a dip almost about ten percent or so, and uh, he went ahead and bought that dip. Bought 420 additional bitcoins. And now, you know, they're in the green even more, you know, they own upwards around 1200 or so and, uh, turning into one of the best investments, you know, obviously he's made, uh, as president now down in El Salvador too, you're going to see different things, right? You're going to see a lot of people that no matter what that guy does, they're going to hate him and protest against him. And then there's also people that actually use Bitcoin. There's lots of case studies there. And, uh, it's starting to uh, make its way and uh, turn into a good thing. That's Hopefully, that's the, that's the uh, idea. But I uh, just wanted to report on that. Down in El Salvador, their president has purchased an additional 420 Bitcoins. And uh, we're not living in a simulation or anything. But just like last week, our man Sam Bankman-Fried brought in another $420 million in funding. From 69 investors, and now the president of El Salvador bought an additional 420 Bitcoins. Stash it. And here on the home front when it comes to Bitcoin, Walmart, yes, Walmart has discreetly placed about 200 Bitcoin ATMs into their locations spread throughout the United States. Now, Bitcoin ATMs, what are Bitcoin ATMs? They are a place where you can go and buy Bitcoin with physical cash. So you can walk up to this machine, say I have a couple hundred dollars. Maybe I've been out mowing lawns or maybe I've been out washing cars or maybe I've been out doing yard work and uh, maybe I own a paper route. Maybe I'm uh, 15 years old and I can't get a bank account yet. Or maybe I'm just part of the unbanked because I know for a fact, you know, in certain big cities, you know, there are upwards of 20, 30, 35% of the metropolitan areas are actually unbanked, especially when you get into different ages and demographics. A lot of people don't have savings accounts. A lot of people aren't banked. They're still putting money under the mattress. So Bitcoin ATMs actually provide an incredible service. People get it more. They might not understand how to jump on their phone, download this wallet, save all these seeds, but people understand getting on that ATM putting in some cash, buying some Bitcoin. Now, there are some other steps to that, obviously. And you do end up having to still get a wallet, know your seed words, get it into cold storage. But again, there's still steps to this. And this is a service to get people that are holding hard cash the ability to save that hard cash. Because we already know that cash, You know, yes, it is kind of trash. But I still like cash. I'm not going to lie. But let's say I got $10,000 right now. Next year, it's not going to be worth $10,000 anymore. And the year after that, it's going to be worth even less. So if I have $10,000 and I got to save that $10,000, the best place to save it is in Bitcoin, the best store of value in the world. Stash it. Now, I told you we'd talk about it, and it's not my favorite thing to talk about, but I respect the culture and I'm open to the technology. And I love watching the trends and I love watching the charts. And that is the dog coins. Yeah, they're meme coins, folks. Meme coins. We talk about meme coins just like meme stocks. Now, these coins, they have a different kind of falling. They beat to a different drum. But I'll tell you one thing about Shiba Inu or about Doge. You look them up on CoinGecko and you compare their charts. If they're not outpacing Bitcoin, then there's really no... Reason to be pulling that lever. Now, if you want to throw some money in it and you keep it in there and all of a sudden you wake up and you're just part of that pump, I mean, I think that's really maybe how some people really make some money because, uh, you know, I see it too much. You know, I got people hitting me up all week asking me, oh, should I buy some more Doge today or should I buy some more Shiba Inu today? I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know either, man. It's a slot machine. I have no idea. I know though, when I buy Bitcoin, and I believe in it and I hold it. It's been going up. Now, it's going to fluctuate a little bit, have some pullbacks. But when I buy Bitcoin and then you can turn on the TV and you see world leaders buying it, you see every hedge fund, you see different pensions buying it, you see now all the banks are getting involved. I mean, MasterCard's like getting involved. It got, I mean, it's just Visa. You can name them. Name them all, folks. Chase Bank, Fidelity. Come on. But just to get back to it, we're talking about Shiba Inu we're talking about Doge. Now, yeah, they're shit coins, they're dog coins, they're meme coins, whatever. But again, Shiba Inu, it's actually still up 141% for the week. So, you know, it's trading at 0.0006684. And, uh, you know, for the month, it's up about 900%. So I'm just saying these coins, man. I have no idea how you time it up. Now I know there's whales out there that you know pump them and pull them and are pulling rugs. And I know when you pull up the whole chart of uh you know Shiba Inu, there have been some rug pulls and there's been some massive pumps where we're at now. So I know when you look at some things, you know, if you would have bought Shiba Inu in August of 2020 and put a thousand dollars into it, you might be a billionaire now. Holy shit. Yeah, pretty crazy. But one of those things, you put a $1,000 into it, that $1,000 probably disappeared. And then, you know, you just had to maybe just forget about it. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're like, holy shit, that thing has a hundred grand in it, it has a million dollars in it. But I don't know. I've been putting the word out there trying to find where are my Sheeb lotto winners. All I'm really seeing are these big whales with these big bags. And, you know, that's kind of, uh, you know, pump and dump. So I stay away from these things. But I can tell you, I know that people were moving profits from Shiba Inu into Doge. So now we have seen a 25% uh, jump, 30, 40% jump in Dogecoin. People moving money around in the meme coins. But again, go to CoinGecko if you're interested in Dogecoin or if you're interested in uh, Shiba Inu and pull it up against Bitcoin's chart. If it's not outpacing Bitcoin, don't waste your time. And uh, you never want to buy high. I'll tell you what. I bought high. I buy high sometimes, but usually I'm actually uh, you know a little high on cannabis. But again, let's uh, go back to the matter at hand, and that is Shiba Inu and Doge. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not stashing those, but you know, I'm not hating on them either. Just uh, proceed with caution, and as always, stash it. Now we've been waiting for this all year because I'm going to tell you one thing. The blood was real, and I was bleeding everywhere. And that was my Voyager stock and my VGX tokens. But we are turning a corner this week, folks. It's been a heck of a month here at Stash or Pass It because the VGX token in the VG or VYGVYF or whatever, it's a weird long symbol. We need to get that one fixed. It's on the stock exchange. They're still trading in the OTC market too, but... Both of them, my biggest losers, but I still hodl, baby, because I believe in this company. I know they're going in the right direction. And now we have some great news. This week, Voyager, they signed a huge deal with the Mavericks. They are going to be the official sponsors of the Mavs for the next five years and the official broker of the Mavs. And I'm going to pull it up right here. I'm just going to tell you the truth about it. So, Voyager, what a month. Let's recap official crypto partner of the Dallas Mavericks, a $75 million investment from Almeida, final approval for Europe app. So the app is going to launch in Europe. They partnered with Fundstrat. The VGX token is listed on FTX. Let's go, Tom Brady and our friend Gronkowski. And we didn't even talk about the whole Bitcoin and the football there, old Tommy boy. But let's get back to VGX. And it's the second month of the loyalty rewards program. And they appointed a new CTO. So we're moving in the right direction, folks. And I'm a part of that loyalty program. And I actually made a couple trades here in the hair. I was actually just loading bags up. But I uh, got some rewards back for doing that, so felt good. And uh, you know, my interest payments actually went up as well from the uh, rewards program. So I'm still a believer in the app. Got it in the show notes. You can go down there and click on that old referral link. You spend a hundred dollars on Voyager, you get twenty five dollars of free Bitcoin. You're starting up twenty five percent. And if you're starting up twenty five percent, it's gonna take you a little bit to catch me, folks. So I'll see you out there. Stash it. Now this doesn't have to do with Bitcoin or crypto, folks, but it has to do with tech, and that is Facebook. You heard what happened, our boy, our boy Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch. It's going to be Mark's Metaverse, and he's changed the name from Facebook to Meta. So keep an eye out, folks, because uh, I like to say it. It's uh, call me a conspiracy theorist, or I just like to make up jokes too. But there's an entire generation that is conditioned. Programmed and ready from the lockdowns and the school lockdowns and the quarantines. There is an entire generation ready and willing for the metaverse. Expect a lot of schools to be plugged into the metaverse, expect a lot of companies to be plugged into the metaverse. People are going to be working and living, going to school and doing everything at home right there in Marky's metaverse. Have fun, folks. We tried to warn you. No, I'm just kidding. But it'll be interesting to see how this goes. You know, uh, Facebook definitely in a lot of hot water with a lot of that whistleblowing things that were going on. And, you know, now with Mark changing the name, rebranding, saying he's going all in on the metaverse. And he wants to be the first one to do it because he wants it to be done responsible. Yeah, that was my response to that. So I got some popcorn ready. I mean, I think there's going to be some other people that are ready to build in the metaverse. I think there might be some other things going on. You know, I'm just standing by, checking it out. Hmm. I don't know. Stash it. And next up on the traffic report, you're going to hear from yours truly. And it is brought to you by our friends at FTX. Yes, that is the FTX exchange that you always hear us talking about. Check them out in the show notes, folks. When you use our referral link, you're going to get some free crypto, $10 here and there. It's a good deal. And uh, we're having a good time. So go on there and check it out from our friends at FTX. They're our sponsor, but they're not really. And this week on the traffic report, folks, we just wanted to check in with everyone and just let you know, as far as the legislation front, we're still waiting to hear back from Attorney General Garland. You know, Senator Booker and Elizabeth Warren, they sent him a letter asking him to reschedule cannabis on a federal level, reclassifying it below a Schedule 1 drug, so making a Schedule 2, 3 whatever, but just getting it off that schedule one list. And by them doing that, it would decriminalize it on a federal level and then it would leave it up to the states. Now we've talked about that on many episodes and how that can help that that would actually remove the need for the Safe Banking Act right now. It would remove the need for federal legalization for a number of things for some of these companies to uplist and for us to really you know, see some movement on the financial and the stock market and you know the safe banking and all of those things. So this can be done by lowering the schedule ranking of cannabis on the federal level decriminalization it's still there it can still happen now right now we know that president biden badly needs a win there's a lot going on with the re uh with all these different bills going on in congress so we'll see what happens there but i would love just to see some more emphasis on this and uh you know it might come down to it that he's going to need a political win because uh things aren't necessarily going in uh, the democrats favor right now especially with all the power they have in Washington you know, you'd want to see more things being passed. So that's just some uh, news on that front. Looking at some of these stocks, you know, we had a great discussion with Jacob Stoneburner from Stoneburner Wealth Management. And we always sit down with the doctor and chop it up as well. But you can go check out some of these episodes. We had some incredible guests on the traffic report as well. Go back to episodes 10, 11, and 12. On episode 10, we sat down, with Andrew Morris from Buckeye Relief. You know, he is a grower, he is a a a, uh, a salesperson for them. You know, he is an advocate for cannabis in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, he does a great job. It was an incredible uh, episode. You go check out episode 11 when I was out in Oklahoma on dabbergrass farms, you know, learning. And watching and listening and just taking it all in. It was a great episode. Check that one out. In episode twelve, we sat down with Jake and really dove into the fundamentals of some of these cannabis companies. And again, I mean, this week it it's crazy, but uh, you know they're still down. They uh, we actually saw Green Thumb go down a little bit. We saw Cure go down, Cresco, True Leave, and uh, you know Grogen as well a little bit. So. Again, folks, when you go on, if you go research any of these stocks, if you go check them out on Yahoo Finance, wherever you like to get your information as far as these stocks go, you're going to see that these stocks have great fundamentals. And uh, even where they're trading right now, their uh, their analyst scores, I mean, they're trading lower than the low point. So it's... uh, it's definitely a great time to be buying these things and uh we're still buying them and uh if you check us out on instagram like i've said earlier in the show stash it or pass it you know we're talking about stuff on there posting stuff you know i'm putting all my buys on there too we're putting our money where our mouth is and there is a lot of money in these cannabis stocks. We really believe in them. This week, for example, I even took more Ford profits, sold some of my Ford, and I doubled down. I tripled down, quadrupled down. I bought more Green Thumb, I bought more Cure Leaf, I bought more Cresco, I bought more Grogen. I bought more mushroom stocks as well too. So some of those are out there, and uh, we'll share more of that. But uh, again. It was a, a a bit of a choppy week, you know, if you're in some of those speculative high growth stocks like the cannabis market is. But again, these things hold great fundamentals. We are investing in these things now, and we are going to be invested in them for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Some of these are going to become Fortune 500 companies, like we always say, too. Well, we don't always say it, I say it sometimes. But, you know, Warren Buffett was buying Coca Cola stock at $5, and now he's getting. 300 million dollar dividend payments and who knows maybe green Thumb's going to be a coca-cola one day you know they are riding high in illinois right now literally and figuratively high revenue high weed and it is uh it's getting hot in here baby stash it and next up we have the culture report brought to you by our friends at the fold app and yes that is the fold bitcoin reward app when you go down in the show notes and use our referral link you're going to sign up and get five thousand free satoshis just for signing up but the way this really works folks is you can also get a fold bitcoin reward visa debit card and this is essentially you are spending cash and earning free bitcoin back so it's a cash back bitcoin rewards program card app it's a lot of fun. It combines gamification and also integrating Bitcoin into your everyday life. So the way I use it is I will load cash onto my app or onto my debit card that I'm going to use to buy gas sometimes or that I'm going to buy coffee. Or sometimes even if I'm going to go shopping on Amazon, I'll go on my Fold app and I'll buy a $50, $100, $250 Amazon gift cards, depending on you know what I'm going shopping for now. Christmas is right around the corner. So it's a great time. I actually just bought some Amazon gift cards. And you go on there and then you will get Bitcoin rewards back for buying those. And then you can do that in a gamified way where you spend a wheel. And every time you spend the wheel, you're going to either get a certain percentage of what you spent back or you might win a whole Bitcoin. But really, the way this is going to work is all these rewards that I've earned, I've earned hundreds of dollars of rewards in Bitcoin. Now, as that Bitcoin grows and Bitcoin is worth 100000 500000 a million, those rewards are going to be worth more than what I spent to earn them. So that's from our friends over at the Fold app. They're our sponsor, and they're not really our sponsor. Stash it. And we're back, folks. Another incredible week sitting here with my man, Stash Adams. The sun is shining and the leaves are changing colors. How are we doing, my friend?
1: Birds are chirping the sun's shining. And we're here still smoking. What's going on?
0: Hey, boy, that's, Stash
1: what, Adams.
0: that's what we like to hear. You know, speaking of the sun shining in Florida, you know, there was just a new ruling uh down there that you know they're about to start letting some uh, cannabis delivery services uh make way. So how do you feel about that, my friend?
1: Man, it's nice. It's uh it's it's been a long time coming. I feel like Florida, I mean, at least where I'm where I live is, you know, one of the more progressive areas in Florida. Um, but I know this is something that our governor has been all for for a while now. But uh, just to see that coming into fruition is a pretty cool deal. I haven't switched over my um, my license and stuff down here yet, so I don't have my medical card here. But uh, But, yeah, I, I know that things are coming a long way. The flower that I see from the dispensaries and stuff is looking better and better over the last year since I've been here so yeah i think it's a good move
0: that's a little mini uh, traffic report we have there you know another thing i saw that was pretty cool is you know at the university of nevada they're now offering a uh, cannabis certification class so like at a university and uh, thought that was neat but what was interesting that you know there's a company called Greenflower that they uh, partner with and doing you know cannabis education and all that and uh, they've already done this with new mexico and uh, Syracuse as well. So I thought that was pretty cool to see, especially just, uh, you know, it's a class that teaches people about the business side of it, the agriculture, uh, the laws, policies, healthcare, medicine. So gets really in depth and uh, just thinking about how far we've come as, uh, as far as that. I remember when we were in college, I mean, just bringing up the idea of like a cannabis company. I mean, we didn't even get good grades in our entrepreneur class for that. So What's pretty
1: cool when you think about it is it makes me think about a place like the Cleveland School of Cannabis, which I'm pretty sure is like one of the first accredited cannabis schools in the country. Yeah. Um, And it makes me think like, I wonder where they stand in the accreditation process when it comes to like universities and things like that. Right. And about how that'll be. Because, I mean, if you ask me, that's the grassroots of cannabis education in the country when it comes to legalization and stuff and just because they don't belong to, to you know the traditional um right. you know the traditional university college whatever i wonder what people I, mean, I wonder what that's like right now What what the overall consensus
0: is in the industry right i mean i'm sure it uh depends where you're looking or where you ask and stuff too it's uh because i know i mean obviously like you and me and how we talk about even just different laws and regulations that can be, you know, more encouraging to people in the traditional market or like people that have been, you know, growing the medicine, providing the medicine for generations and, you know. There's yeah, a lot of those
1: people like, you know, a lot, I feel like a lot of the people who for generations have been growing cannabis, you know, are kind of like on that whole thing of like, like fuck school type of culture. Yeah, right. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like. Right. When I think about the people who are growing, the people that I know who are like up in the Northern California mountains trimming buds and growing weed over the last 15 years, like those aren't any, like none of those people, maybe two or three of them were like some real like education go getters. Like they always knew they loved cannabis and all that stuff and that's what they wanted to do. So they took a leap and went out there and made it and did it.
0: Right. Well, that's part of it too. I mean, with the, with the development and how this is all going and how, how this industry is growing. I think it's cool if you can actually offer that to, uh, you know, to somebody say like, if we were in school and wanted to learn about it, I mean, I think that would have been pretty cool. I mean, someone I like in the industry um, that is kind of a bridge between both of these is uh, Al Harrington and like his, uh, you know, his company is um, Biola or uh, Biola. Yeah, Yeah. Biola. Yeah, and they uh you know, so he's doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, kind of similar with uh, you know, probably Rob and uh, you know, Rob Sims, primitive up in uh, Detroit too. I mean, they're involved like with, you know, the Last Prisoners Project and uh Oh, and with uh burner and cookies. Yeah. Well, I just well, I just meant more of the kind of bridging that gap between uh, you know, trying to help out some of the
1: well, that's what I mean. Burner and Cookies—they have a whole program where they take guys who uh, were in prison for cannabis crimes, right? And they give them equity stake okay. yeah, in Cookies dispensaries, which is like one of the biggest dispensary names in the country. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Right. So right. yeah, it's they're like they're like really big on that. There's uh, there's on YouTube. I'll try to get you a link for it. There's on YouTube. They have like a whole little special about their relationship with. Um, cannabis criminals and like getting them into this you know getting them equity stake in companies so that they you know it's not a whole loss for them and then just get like rolled over and overlooked and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah i mean this is something we've been talking a lot on the uh the traffic report different things um that have been pop popping up and you know i know one case that was on there was it was uh, a woman out in california now she had already served 15 years for a a crime that was like a conspiracy to traffic cannabis and, uh, you know, during like the war on drugs and during covid, you know, they had, uh, you know, too many people in jail. So they were like letting some, you know, nonviolent criminals you know, co- actually come out of jail. And she had been out of jail for a year and a half, basically, you know, because of this because of covid and whatnot, already served 15 years for this uh, defense. And they put they put her back in jail to serve another 13 years and you're just like, and now this is, this is California. Now the same exact time this is going on during COVID and whatnot, they implement laws that basically like allowed people to like rob convenience stores and stuff. And then they put this lady back in jail for 13 years. Unbelievable. And I'm just like, you know, and that's the stuff like when people really, you know, when we talk about getting people out of jail and, the, in the stuff like the last uh, prisoners project. And there's another one. Uh, it's a, uh, they're actually like a lobbyist group called normal. I mean, they've been doing, you know, doing stuff like this for, for years. And it's just wild that. Oh, know. it's crazy.
1: Samantha and I were talking about New York and how cannabis is recreational <laughs> legal now. And they're trying to figure out ways that they're, you know, how they're going to roll it out. Yep. But we were talking about people in jail, for cannabis crimes in New York. And I was explaining to her about stopping, and, stopping and frisk rules Right over the last decades or whatever, you know, I mean, really just put, 99. Yeah. And how they just put a stop to that. And, um, you know, it was just kind of explaining it to her and how it was like, you know, in these, uh, urban, these black and Brown neighborhoods, you know, they are allowing people to just be stopped and frisked for nothing. And if you got a little nugget, weed, you got a little blunt like this, like jail. you're having people ending up in jail. Yeah, You know, and ended up in jail for years and years. Years. And some people will never get out. You know, like what happens when you go to jail, you got to fend for yourself with other people who are in jail. And at that point, those are like kids get, you know, like kids getting caught with weed. People just normal ass people getting caught with a little bit of weed and going to jail with murderers, rapists. Yep. Like all, you know, all types of stuff. Right. And like kind of just breaking that whole thing down to her was, kind of wild and it's just so surreal when you think about what that really means for a whole generations of people
0: right man and that's like when you talk about some of these new laws that are getting pushed and trying to come out you know part of one of the things with this show that we try to talk about a lot is just we need to remember those people that are like unjustly in jail up right like now, yeah. insane amounts like just and, sitting in there. and that being said too it's like you see all this you know great uh you know, great movement, you know, where we're at. But at the same time, like just last year, you know, there was a cannabis arrest every 90 seconds in the United Damn. States. Now that was down, but still like people. Every hey, 90 right. seconds. Right. I mean, that's wild. And then I was, a cannabis I, arrest
1: every 90 seconds. Think about that.
0: Yeah. out Outpacing and outperforming violent crime by like 196% or something
1: that just sounds like a big old waste
0: <laughs> waste of time waste of money but it's just like you think like a big like, old waste bro and um i remember so when i was out in oklahoma at the <sighs> at the farm with dabber grass and i was i met up with willie you know those guys um i believe it's from arizona to california it's the eight like that highway and there might be another one i forgot the other one but i looked these ones up online and they are uh, like federal highways and now yeah for you know even though like weed's legal in you know both these places and you know going across but when going across state lines you know they're searching people's cars like regularly like on the regular not necessarily for weed like they say it's for like
1: sex yeah, trafficking like and meth drugs. and sex trafficking yeah, and stuff like, yeah.
0: yeah but it's like all that time though they were still like Get, you know arresting people charging and people for
1: weed crops. yeah because like, oh, like, like
0: on the fucking california border and you got like some where money. weed's been legal for
1: like 20 plus years <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're like going through and like because willie even told me about a time when they were like oh like the dogs smell weed and willie's like i mean i don't know dude i'm like a patient in california <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and i'm just like hold on man like so, There's legit, like, just some federales, like, just on the border, just some like,
1: crazy stuff, bro.
0: Like, pull. I'm just because that's not part of like my experience here, you know. And I'm just yeah. thinking about like, <laughs> like
1: what the bro, when that? I think about that, like, getting your car searched and stopped like that, I'm like, bro, like, on the border, living, like living in a border town like that, that'd yeah, be and crazy. they're like,
0: expecting it, you know. So, they're just like, oh, yeah, we're used to. I'm like, bro, what,
1: <laughs> bro, yeah, like, here in Florida, I'm pretty sure
0: people would not be down, like, I don't even.
1: <laughs> I'm not even sure. I don't, I actually probably should be. I should know this. I should check the rules. But I don't even think they're like charging people for just like possession and stuff like that. If it's not like you know, right? Like I said, like on TV, they're not showing like your little weed bus and stuff. The one day they had like they found like 700 and some pounds in a uh, in a storage unit uh, place.
0: Yeah, I think I was, I saw you made so like the that storage thing, unit yeah. place
1: was like a front. For the whole operation, like yeah. I was like, dang, 700 some pounds that's so much money,
0: yeah. And then we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was you know the fact that they have the opportunity right now to declassify this and like decriminalize it. So, a couple senators, you know, one was Cory Booker, um, and I believe, uh, I believe actually it was uh Cory Booker and um Elizabeth Warren and somebody else, they actually sent like a letter to the attorney general. So that's, uh, attorney general Garland. And, um, you know, so he was actually like, you know, one of Barack's guys was going to be on the Supreme court, all this stuff. They sent him like a letter saying like, Hey, you need to decriminalize this, you know, reevaluate, reschedule this as not a class, uh, you class know, one schedule, drug, yeah. one schedule one drug. Yeah. one, And they like in the letter too, I mean, like quoted, uh, you know, Biden, like president Biden, like in his campaign rallies and all these things about how he was going to do that. And it's, like, he has the opportunity. So, like, if they do that, then a lot of these things that, like, you know, they can still pass federal, you know, laws after they do that. But if they actually do that, it will decriminalize it. Now states would – it would become come down directly to the states. But now all these banks that are, you know, even though they're state, Yeah, could accept money. It could accept yeah. – yeah. And I, that will also give, um, you know, certain opportunities for some of the companies to uplist. And then it will – uh You know, I mean, the game will start to be changed a little bit because, you know, there will still be different kinds of investments for like, you know, mom and pop type stuff and like other companies that can support those where you can get loans, you know, from the banks and from, you know, other stuff like where they can actually start using some of their money. And, um, you know, and then the federal laws, I mean, they are going to come through eventually but they want to wrap it all into one big bill and it's like whenever things happens like that that's when like it's a little it's, hairy yeah when everyone wants a piece of the pie and then that's oh, yeah. it's a bite, bill, and, woo, woo. and now there's like you know fucking all of a sudden you're getting free weed and you're getting the fucking you know tomahawk fucking war train six thousand you know <laughs> and it's just like you know i mean if they and that's what it's like Well, shit, if you decriminalize it, a lot of states will definitely take the lead, will, you know, start to do things a little bit different. And I think it will help a lot of stuff. But on a federal level, I mean, the main thing I want to see with decriminalization is like getting these people out of jail and then Uh like, you know, and that's like something that, you know, if they decriminalize it, then what? Like. They, they probably want to like make a bill and probably check themselves so they don't get sued or like whatever, like this whole war on drugs thing. Everybody's got to cover their ass because in America, I mean, the one thing with our government, it gives you all these ways to like, Sue, you know, States and Sue local governments, you know, Sue, you can know, sue the president directly. I mean, it's, you know, and basically everyone's just trying to get, you know, a piece of something, which, you know, I'm not against at all either. If, you know, some of these people that have been in jail for, 20 30 40 years oh, bro. like i'm trying to get my money too they need they need to uh definitely you know they need to fix you know a lot of these these people because because what is it
1: they give you like if you're wrongfully in prison it's not even anything crazy they it give might you, be like, like 50, grand, 50 a grand a year or something yeah,
0: yeah. i mean wow. and what's crazy though too it's just i'm like bro my life
1: is worth far more than $50,000 a year.
0: Right, and that might have been how much, that's probably how much it costs to imprison you too, which is even crazier, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, how much it costs to imprison you, which they probably get a write-off for.
0: Oh, so then, so now oh. we're talking about this. I mean, this this can lead directly into, and his, uh, I believe I'm saying this right, but it's uh, Ennis Cantor, rookie uh, NBA player. Because, yep. uh, you know, definitely, you know, Young guy, and uh, talk about
1: doing uh, talk about unjust prison time mm-hmm. just for being his dad. That thing, the thing you sent me, his dad almost
0: sentenced to 15 years. They had him in jail for like, oh, I think, just for being years. his dad, yeah, and so then that was got in, acquitted, yeah. And uh, so Cantor, he is a uh, NBA rookie, he's from Turkey, but a young activist, and He came at, you know, Phil Knight of Nike. So like me and Mike were just talking about, you know, unjust people in prison, you know, slave labor, different things like that. So, you know, in his cancer, you know, this is he's a Muslim from Turkey, Yeah, Muslim from Turkey. And we'll get into like more stuff, too. But this was one of the things that just, you know, hit the airwaves. And it's, you know, he, he tweets at Phil Knight, like, how about I book plane tickets for us and let's fly to China together where we can try to visit these slave labor camps and you can see it with your own eyes. And then he added, you know, uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James, and he goes, "You you guys are welcome to come." And then he wore, you know, a pair of, uh, you know, the of Jordan's Jewish, the Columbia Elevens. Yeah. yeah, and it says, uh, "Hypocrite Nike, modern day slave, modern day slave labor." And then you know, he put a video out, and uh, me and Mike have actually actually talked about this, uh, you know, in other episodes, and that is, you know, the uh, Chinese uh people's republic of china and we actually talk about because like, we get nervous talking about this stuff too but i mean if this guy's doing it i mean we we're reporting on this guy and you know i mean it just almost motivates you because i mean the shit's real and there's over a million muslims this has been going on since 2016 you know in they call them re-education camps concentration camps uh vocational training camps and they're over a million and that they, they know of
1: something else too like uh <laughs> and it's oh, man. I for, and I these are something
0: crazy and it's not like i mean these are straight like uh i don't know how to say the the word or like the actual i mean because I, I know i'm gonna mess it up but it's uh the ulger i think or uger like people so it's like um, a muslim you know colony of muslim people basically in china like you know millions of them And, um, you know, they are directly targeting them since 2016 and putting them into these uh, into these camps as part of their, you know, crackdown on, you know, terrorism and whatnot. Um, You know, that's how they justify it. And I mean, you can go read articles from the BBC. I mean, um, I mean, they're just they're seeing it. I mean, anything. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. I
1: I mean, (laughs) I. it's such a crazy thing just to think about a million people being in camps like concentration type camps is what, what him and hundreds and thousands and millions of other Muslims and people around the world are calling it. Yeah. But nobody, nobody can do is doing anything or
0: I Won't guess even acknowledge it almost,
1: I guess it comes into like kind of what we talked about last week about the, uh, their new, what is that? Supersonic, nuclear missile that just orbits orbited the planet and, yeah, and nobody then, knew about it and it's like it just makes you think like what's going on
0: well right when that news came out too now like the government like leaked something about you know we have like some kind of like aircraft that actually does that which we said that was going to come out yeah right like you knew that was going to happen like yeah. we said you know it was like oh like you know how bigs your dick like way uh, bigger mm-hmm. than yours dude no. <laughs> i can i could
1: pee further
0: into the urinal than you can yeah, take I mean, a step back right cuz that uh i mean end of the day too i mean our uh, you know these are our tax dollars every year it increases and that's the national defense authorization act and we spend more than the entire world combined mm. on our you know military defense weapon systems and then you know every year they tell us, "Oh, we're gonna loot We're falling behind." And I mean, China is one thousand percent building a huge military, but it's like oh, yeah. sometimes the way they try to scare us. When you really, if you really dig into it, and you want to like see what the American military is all about, like it's like leaps and bounds. Like we really, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm a brainwashed American, but some of the stuff. I Yeah, would, like, but we're like, like
1: nobody's fucking with.
0: Yeah, us. like I really like think they try to like scare <laughs> us, so we're okay with giving them all our money. keep building more bombs but it's like no like we're actually like that's like the that's the the american war military complex
1: actually like do what you want you
0: we got you yeah i mean at this like you're not about yeah and we're leaps and bounds like some of the the stuff and it's like you know they'll be like oh we haven't built like a new plane in 40 years i'm like you really think that's true i mean come on and then like some of the different uh that was the first thing they said though like when that missile went out now, like you said, like we have like aircrafts that actually do that, but we just never disclosed them. So <laughs> it makes you think about like, oh yeah, remember all those UFOs we were talking about?
1: Yeah, we got all kinds of shit.
0: Right. They were trying to they scare do people, saying, like, oh well, we don't think they're UFOs, we think they might be China or we Russia. Think so, drones, yeah. yeah, we better, we better stock up. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm falling for that anymore, man. The world, it's easier to connect with people sometimes. I don't know. You just got to just dig into stuff. You don't got to believe everything you read or hear. So you don't have to believe anything we say, but. Yeah. I mean,
1: I honestly, I, I look into a little, but I try to live in my own little world. Right. I'm like, you know, I'm one of those. Uh, right.
0: Well, we got a little sidetrack there again, too, man. We were talking about, in his cancer, I mean he's an activist talking about trying to get, you know, these Muslims like calling it, calling it out, you know, and it's, uh, you know, and then we just spun out there a little bit. But just to get back in line, back in line a bit, <laughs> that just leads us into some more sports news. And that is the Tom Brady Bitcoin ball. And now I don't know if y'all saw and this. JB's JB's
1: got a big old conspiracy for you guys here about Tom Brady and Bitcoin and the football <laughs> and the record and the guy who got the football. Let's hear it. Let's hear yeah, it.
0: so. As as y'all have probably heard, you know, Tom Brady and it was the big like, oh, what did they trade this guy for the ball? And they were like, oh, he's going to get a thousand dollars to the team store, a couple autographed jerseys, season tickets, (laughs) season tickets for two years. And that's what they traded the ball for. I'm like, are you kidding me? And so then, like, you know, I started to watch this a little bit more and I actually tweeted right when it happened. I'm like, you got to at least throw a Bitcoin in that bag, Tom. Come on! And it was on the stash it or pass it Instagram. Please go follow us. And uh, you know, lo- lay in- I, don't- I don't even know what word that is. Lay and behold, or lo and behold, or whatever. Lo and saying. behold. <laughs> yeah, lo and behold. You know, come that night, Tom is uh, you know interviewing for the game because everyone knew he was going to throw his 600th touchdown pass in that game, and. He wanted to get that ball back. So he said, well, how about we get that guy a Bitcoin? And he brought up FTX again, who is not actually a sponsor of the NFL, but getting them in the headlines, right in your face, millions of people. If not, you know, just but about. the thing everybody. is, he
1: could get all of those people. He could get their well, name well, out there without listen, doing that.
0: Right. Well, so I'm just saying so then he does that. And then, right, you know, what happens five minutes later? FTX announces their Super Bowl ad that they just purchased. So now it's like Tom's talking FTX. We got Bitcoin in the headlines. So then you rewind a little bit. So now we know Tom's throwing the 600 touchdown pass. And so Sam Bankman Fried, CEO of FTX, you know he was tweeting a little bit about this before the game too. And then who's my man in the stands, directly in the perfect seat, right behind the uh, field goal post, and you know Mike Evans just catches that touchdown, runs there, and just. Oh, here you go, man. Oh, I didn't know it was Tom's most valuable ball ever. But he like, gives away, he
1: gives away like every touchdown ball he catches. Just
0: like, though. okay. I mean, just runs to the perfect fan, right in the perfect seat, you know, the perfect moment at the perfect game, symmetrically. I mean, everything just lined up perfect. I mean, you couldn't make It's, it's like they played it.
1: Everything happens for a reason.
0: Right. But so now, you know, I don't know if you, again, folks, if you don't know about who FTX is, Maybe you're watching the World Series. You're going to see a shit everywhere. It's the FTX World Series. You, know, you got the Miami Heat playing the FTX Arena. You got the, uh, you know, now you got Tom bringing FTX to the NFL. And uh, watch, it's going to be a slow takeover. And it's uh, Sam Bankman Fried. Him and Tom Brady are going to own a couple football teams together.
1: Yeah, probably. Tom Brady's definitely going to own at least one football team.
0: He needs to, man. He's too I mean, I hope so. <laughs> So. so, you know, if you're following, that wasn't. So what I was trying to say, it wasn't Tom Brady's Bitcoin either. That was Sam Bank, Bankman Fried's Bitcoin and uh, FTX, you know, $25 billion valuation. They're about three years old. Keep your eye on them. They are uh, making it happen. So
1: basically what JB saying is they use it as a uh, it was a planned marketing opportunity.
0: And it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a really good one. Yeah, man. And, you know, speaking of planned marketing opportunities, how about the metaverse? I mean, are, like, you know, are teens and, you know, tweens not ready for class in the metaverse after all those lockdowns or what? Bro, I.
1: <laughs> right. Bro, the meta, this whole thing kind of just freaks me out. When I think about the metaverse and what that means, and how it's just a whole nother world, I just like
0: yeah it, makes it freaks me, me makes, out too makes
1: me want to move back to a farm and not think about it
0: right so i mean just think about like i mean just on a conspiracy level if uh you know everyone's been sitting in front of these screens now they're just going to put on that uh put on that helmet man you can go anywhere
1: anywhere <laughs> oh yeah you want to go i'll propose to you under the eiffel tower put the helmet on that's
0: right i mean so you Get know out of
1: here. that's crazy not proposed to you
0: but you know <laughs> and mark mark zuckerberg you know he's really uh he's really at the top of everyone's you know i trust you list right now and that's that's who wants to build it i'm not for any of this i don't like it i don't yeah. like it yeah i'm uh you know so one thing i i like the idea of like building you know if that's where technology's going i'm not going to fight it you know like definitely sit by and watch it but you know, I'm not plugging my kid into like metaverse classes, but like, if we're talking about, you know, you can add, and this is like, if the kid enjoys it, but like adding like, you know, some augmented stuff to like a physical experience to like help deepen, like maybe something like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe not be against that because there's some, some metaversal things for let's say uh, you know, operation techniques, you know, so some of these My doctors kid doesn't
1: need to know operation techniques. No, no,
0: but I'm saying like, you know, like once that's an education, you know, say if someone in high school and stuff, you know, you're doing, you know, you can actually get in that, get in that versus, you know, maybe there's not enough uh, cadavers, you know, or maybe, maybe we're not trying maybe to people dying to, every day, bro. Maybe we're not trying to traumatize, you know, traumatize a kid with a real dead body. Well, maybe they shouldn't be doctors. Or search, I mean, that's but I'm just saying, but what?
1: So then when they get a real one, then they, they no, freak out. Listen, brother, all no, I'm saying, no,
0: no, I'm saying if they we don't, gotta, we no, gotta wait. I'm saying if they don't want to end up if they are traumatized for life listen, from seeing a dead body versus you know, I'm saying they listen, don't, the meta, up, I'm
1: saying the metaverse in general, we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one because uh, I don't well, like any of it. I wish that I could just right. I wish I was still. I'm like the old conservative man in this. this. When it comes to this, I'm like, I wish I was having kids and they were growing up in 1999. Man, like, yeah,
0: getting, (laughs) getting, shit, getting, fucking, you know, war on drugs, getting arrested and shit. (laughs) It, man it's always gonna be something 19 <laughs> we've, we've been
1: we've been black for 400 we've been here for what five six hundred years and it, it's been something every like every step of the way so i, I mean, mean i'm
0: not trying to go hang i out guess it's a pick either. your
1: poison like as a black folk like it's like pick your poison like what do you just, what do you want what do we get we get I'm just we get saying, prison man. or we get slavery so We get. if
0: you don't if you don't know about the metaverse and just saying the schools are going to be trying to plug your kids into the metaverse. Like and you're, you're going to have, have to give
1: of, in if you don't want your kids to fall behind.
0: Or you get a, yeah. So I mean, it's, maybe it's we need to under, you got to understand it. I mean, because because that's what's going on right now too. Like if you don't understand what's happening, then it's going to be hard to like even fathom know.
1: what it is. Yeah, and, like then, yeah. yeah.
0: So that's you know that's all I'm trying to do. Trying to learn the metaverse because if we don't tell people about it, then Mark Zuckerberg is just going to build it. And then everyone's just gonna be in his little world. That's kind of weird.
1: What it's gonna be, anyways?
0: No, dude, that's not yeah. true. <laughs> no. Yeah, bro.
1: Look, no. we all knew how to code on MySpace. We all knew. We all figured it out. We all were doing it. Yeah, and then yeah, and, and then mean, we exactly. and then we regressed. I don't know how to code anymore. We don't know how to do that shit. If you yeah. ask me to code no, some I'm stuff say- and put it, like yeah, but bro, we,
0: that's what I'm saying. We we played sports. I grew up online. If I would have like not played sports, I probably would have just kept doing that stuff. We were professional athletes. I mean, a majority,
1: a majority of our friends had a MySpace, and only maybe one or two of them do coding now.
0: Yeah, I mean, and their their MySpaces probably sucked. Our MySpaces were actually really cool. Me and you personally, I I used to update mine and have. Yeah, I had to update the football pictures and I had to update the offer list. And
1: You always had, to, had some ratchet ass song
0: on I had to put some weird music, page. yeah. I had to be weird, you know. Some chicks I used to like, they'd be like, oh, this guy's weird. It wasn't weird. You had, like, Paul Wall on there. <laughs> I, said, I would go from, like, Paul Wall to, like, metal to, like, you know, I'd try to find, like, the most chopped and screwed, like, song that no one had ever heard of and be like, yeah, man. Everyone would think this is sweet. That's wild. Oh, but man,
1: found memory lane with Jeff Shugarts right there for a second, y'all.
0: Just a little bit, man. Mike used to have this picture, and it was what did it say? Chilling, and it was just a uh, a gorilla, a gorilla eating like bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was awesome. Man. I just used to think it was so funny. It said like, chilling.
1: <laughs> Bro, it's so fuck?
0: Chilling It is funny. Yeah, it was that the and then dog. you I mean it was probably like a like an old prom picture or something. We always I had my prom you know just looking at the old
1: prom pics. I had the picture I had uh prom like prom no shirt on, my traps were looking big, I had a do rag on, colored contacts in. <laughs> you just had the like bow a, tie, you had the bow tie. On like a real, a real fuck
0: boy. You had the bow tie.
1: Did it have the bow tie for national signing day? That, that was one, great. That was
0: a good one. That was a good one. My yeah my, my my uh i didn't uh, have
1: MySpace space senior year of high school that was facebook at
0: that point well no i mean well we yeah because we were part of that gap that went from yeah we got you,
1: facebook at, like soft freshman year of high school because well, someone I had to invite you I with mean, the college, uh, from email a college email address yeah
0: because it wasn't until we were probably seniors in high school where you could just get anyone could get a facebook yeah and then it was wow. still like oh, this is, like, boring. Like, you can't change anything. You just share Post pictures. Post a picture of what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, and it was, like, like you know, JB is. People know, said
1: the same thing about Instagram. Yeah, JB is, is, and now you would just finish the sentence, like, <laughs> right. chilling,
0: like, that's yeah. a while. Like, JB is, you know, studying. JB is. I had is. the Motorola Moto
1: Blur little <laughs> pill phone, and it would say, like, Mike is, blah, 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 for Moto Blur. I'm like, what the what is that? Uh, Oh, I'm I'm glad things have evolved.
0: I mean, speaking of memory lane, man, it makes me think of some, you know, one of my favorite comedians, Dave Chappelle.
1: Dude, lots going on with Big Dave here. I can't believe it. Dave
0: again, putting it all on the line, though. You know, he walked away from, you know, 50, 100 million dollars. He
1: said it in there when he said uh, he said they he said like the LGBTQ community is like, well, who do you think you are? To blah 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 blah. blah, Like, and he's like, I'm the one who left 50 million dollars on the bus and walked. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a wild deal. Everybody gets all mad, you know, and And all these people just want to be themselves. And Dave just wants to be himself. And that's the thing, is like everybody makes it Like it's Dave versus these communities or Dave versus these people. And he says loud and clear in this documentary, I am not against you. Right. I'm just me and the rest of the black people, which this is a real thing, is like I'm just wondering how you guys made so much progress so fast. We've been doing this for hundreds of years. Right. It's pretty crazy. And the, the, the most interesting part about it that I thought it was a great line, I thought it was a great line. He was like, "Yeah, like the gay community is all, all, uh, all arms and for the cause until it's time to be white again." You know, when he's talking about the white lady or the white gay person who was like, "Oh, I'm calling the cops on you."
0: Yeah, right, right. Big
1: old gay dude who like wanted to fight, and then Dave was ready to fight him, and he's like, "I'm calling the cops." Right. He's like, "Wow." It's like I don't know, dude. It's uh, it's definitely how it is. You can feel that, bro. I'm sitting there watching it with Samantha. Uh, who, like, if y'all don't know, my girlfriend is, you know, white woman from the suburbs, ballerina. You know, she grew up around nothing that was black. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, but she's, she's pretty in touch. She's, like, aware of a lot and sitting there with her and watching it and, you know, like, just all the stuff. I'm just sitting there looking, like, what's she going to think? What's she going to think? You know? It's pretty wild, like. I don't know. It it brings up a lot. I think it's something good to sit and watch with your friends, you know, like sit there and watch and have a real dialogue about the shit because when, I mean, I don't know. Stand-up comedy is cool because it makes light of real issues and it makes it easier to talk about. So uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And, you know, with that, Dave being Dave and comedy being so mindful, we might as well get into a mindful minute.
0: And this is a Mindful Minute with Stash Adams. What do you have for us, my friend?
1: Man, in this week in the Mindful Minute, I just want to tell everybody to just take a minute and just slow down. You know, it feels like everything recently, lately, has just been so go, 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 um, for me at least and for a lot of the people around me. And just everyone just take a minute, slow down, Take a couple deep breaths and just think about you for a minute. Remember to fill your own cup. Take a little time for yourself throughout your week. You know, do something that makes you feel good for you that you don't do for anyone else and just slow down. You know, it's, it's really easy to always be doing things for everyone else and to always be on the move and always be going. But take a second, take some time, slow down, just sit and think notice the conversations you have with yourself. Think about them. Notice if you talk to yourself in a nice way, in a not so nice way, acknowledge it, be cognizant of it, hold on what you want to hold on to, keep it how it is if you want, if you like it and use your breath, slow down and change what you don't like. You know, it's uh it's a real good tool to have in your tool belt when you can Really, just slow down, take a couple of deep breaths, and just think about yourself by yourself for yourself. So, yeah, mindful minute, take some time for you and uh, enjoy it. You know, and that's what I got,
0: and that's a mindful minute, my friends. And that's gonna wrap us up this week here on the culture report. I'm your host, Jeff Shugard, sitting here with my man Stash Adams. Stash and that's a wrap folks thank you so much for being here with us on the stash it or pass it podcast stay tuned and we'll see you next week we're going to have a really cool guest coming on the weather report his name is brandon boyd he is a luna enthusiast he just started his own crypto hedge fund and he is making it rain out here literally and figuratively i follow him on instagram he's having a good time we're having a good time And we can't wait to have them on here, baby. So tune in next week. And as always, remember to check those show notes. We got some great referral links. And the one I always like to share is Letters to the Universe. It is the love of my life's newest book that is out now. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on barnesandnoble.com, Shimon & Schuster. You can head into Barnes & Noble. You'll be able to find it on the shelves come November it is called Letters to the Universe. It is an interactive manifesting and affirmations journal. It will help you get on the right tra- on the right track. Check it out, Letters to the Universe from my love Kelsey Aida, KelseyAida.com, and we'll see you next week, folks. Stash it.